Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Profit Minds podcast. My name is Dr. Stephen Kirch, and I'm the creator of the Profit Minds Growth System, a unique blend of profit growth, productivity acceleration, and building business process for scale. In every episode, I interview entrepreneurs and small business owners from around the world with a unique story to tell. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Today, my guest is Ann Bennett of Ann Bennett Marketing and Redigade Branding. And today, we'll be talking about how to stand up with a disruptive brand. Welcome, Ann. Hey, thanks, Steve, for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, so all the listeners of, of, of my show know that the first thing that I ask every every guest is, what's your story? How did you get to be who you are and and, and a ren, renegade brander? So, so tell us. What's your story? Well, you know, I, I'm of the belief that we all come into the world with certain already innate characteristics and patterns and uh, personality styles. And I certainly am a disruptor. I've always been a disruptor. Uh, my background is I'm a fine art painter and I lived in New York City 25 years. I worked for Vogue magazine with no fashion in my portfolio. Ah. <laughs> and the first woman in the art department of Popular Mechanics. But I think, um, you know, as a kid, I was always the one that my dad was always saying stuff like, you think you should have everything the way you want it. And I was like, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> So I've kind of lived my life that way. I'm very, I'm unstoppable, tenacious, and I have a lot of uh, rebel energy. And when I do the things that I do for my clients, which is help them write uh, different head whipping hooks or introductions or signature talks or create products and programs that align with their personality styles, we just get crazy creative and make everything extremely unique so they can really be different in the marketplace and disrupt. Well, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> it's totally fun. I'm going to be uh, giving you got your, your listeners and you um, the Renegade brand archetype quiz later on so they can take that and really discover for themselves. Great. So um, what, are, what are the biggest misconceptions? Because, you know, the renegade branding, um, what's, <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are the biggest misconceptions about what, what branding is anyway? I think that people think branding is a logo, a tagline, and a color palette. Essentially, they think of branding as the visual aspect of it. There's a verbal aspect, a visual aspect, and then there's the essence of who you actually are. So like when you think about Apple, Steve Jobs, you know, that Apple's probably the largest computer company in the world, even beyond Samsung, in terms of the amount of money they make. And it was all based on Steve's personality, on what he loved and what he didn't like. And the whole Apple genre was created out of the whole idea of think different. And it was for creative people to really be as large as the corporations. 
So that came out of really, I think of Steve as an innovator in his personality style. And, and it just replicates that. People think that branding is about, oh, a beautiful picture of myself or um, pretty colors or an interesting tagline. But it's, it is that, but it's so much more. So when I work with my clients, we really dive into that one percentile, the thing that really makes you uniquely interesting and different. Huh. Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you go about finding that? I know people ask, that's why they come to me, right? They ask okay. me, like, how do you do that? Right. I'm like, well, if we had been taught how to do this, we would have done it. Right. And, and the truth is, you can't really see your own eyebrows. So even if, you know, you think you know which archetype you are or who you are, there's nuances to everything, right? But so for me, I created these simple archetypes so people could understand instantly how people perceive them. Hmm. and who they really are in the world. So I have these four archetypes. You're either a, a nurturer, disruptor, innovator, or a geek, and they have specific characteristics. So it's not that we're not everything, which we are as a multifaceted human being, but we also want to simplify everything. Our brain is constantly filtering and labeling, sure. right? Filtering yeah. and labeling. So when you can get really clear about your archetype, it becomes a lot simpler to create a brand and create messaging and visuals that support this idea. So if you were a nurturer, Steve, which I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm taking some wild guesses. If you're a nurturer, I use Oprah as like an iconic figure that everybody knows. You know, she's loving, she listens, she's like the girl next door. We can, everyone feels like they've been to her house for breakfast, you know, that kind of familiarity. She's the kind of person, or if you're a nurturer, you're the type of person that when you walk into a room, people feel like, don't I, haven't we met before? Don't I know you? Or they want to hug you, or you're giving out the hugs, that kind of thing. That's the nurturing personality and then the disruptor i use madonna uh probably because i was uh one of the people who saw her first play out in new york city in the 80s and uh you know she ushered in this whole kind of having a point of view being really sassy bold brassy that kind of thing so if you're that type of person you're definitely a disruptor uh the innovator i use steve jobs very understated you know, got up on stage with tennis shoes and a pair of jeans and a black t-shirt. And that the whole audience was a hush. They couldn't wait to hear what Steve was gonna pull out of his pocket and show them. Or you're a geek, which I like to use um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she was so good at what she did. She was on the, you know, Supreme Court justice probably the only one with a brand they made a documentary about her and they called it uh the notorious rgb <laughs> yeah <laughs> have a brand that's your initials and that's yeah, that's, 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 so that's perfect, something right it? yeah but when you know these yeah. archetypes you can really start to dial in what do you want to say how you want to say it 
because if you're a disruptor, you're going to say it differently than someone who's a nurturer. You know, that's going to be very loving or an innovator is going to be really blowing your mind with futuristic types of ideas or doing things, you know, in a very different way than, than other people. I know we're mentioning the, um, the new goggles from Apple. It's crazy, yeah. man. All uh, the innovation and stuff that they're doing. Yeah. So, so a couple of questions, right? I mean, yeah. I, I see pieces of myself in all four of those different archetypes, right? Um, mm -hmm. I like to think of myself as good at what I do. Pretty intellectual. Um, you don't get a PhD in physics unless you're, you know, Yes. Pretty geeky, Steve. Yeah, it's pretty That's geeky. Pretty but but I'm also very often the first person to give someone else a hug, right? So mm -hmm. I so I you know there's the nurture thing. Um, I innovate. I've created things. Um, you know, I don't know disruptor. Well, my mom probably said I was. Um, but. <laughs> right. She could not control you, right? <laughs> He's like, so, what is he so, so, so talk about your quiz a little bit and, and, and we can, obviously we can, we can tell people where to go to, 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 yeah, to take it, get to it, figure but, it out. but, but how does it, how does it distinguish? I mean, is it, is it say, you know, you're, you're 75% this or, or is it just give you one or is it, is, how, how does, what do those results look like? That's a really great question. You know, it's, it's done with data. So, very simple. I don't know math as well as you probably do, Steve. <laughs> Me, math is like, you know, I got to algebra. That was about it, guys. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, then I was like, uh. um, I'm much more of a geometry kind of girl. It's very tangible to me. So it's a very simple quiz. It's nine questions. Don't overthink. It'll take you two, three minutes to actually do. But it's just it's a series of questions and you choose A, B, C, or D as your answer. So it's a very simple way of looking at things. You know, you're an expert at what you do. You're really great at what you do. And I'm the same way. And we could go on forever discussing these things. But for, for most people, we want things as simple as possible so that we can latch on to it and understand it. Um, and it's true, we have all these aspects, like you have probably a little bit of each one, but there's going to be one that's going to pop out. They're going to be more the time, more times you're going to be answering in a particular way. And that's going to reveal which, your arch which archetype you strongest in. When I work with people and they talk to me after they take the quiz, we look at it. So there's a lot of little nuances in there, right? Like you sure. could be a nurturing innovator, kind of depends. Innovators usually are people that are not so nurturing, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> they usually want to go quick. They have a team that's like implementing their big vision and they're running like a wild, you know, off into the future, right? Yeah. So sometimes there's just a few questions that I can ask people after they take the quiz to really dial in those those little nuances, mm -hmm. right? I do have a lot of people that are nurturing disruptors. They have a part of their personality is extremely nurturing. And the other part is like, yeah, let me tell you how to do that. 
<laughs> you know, it's a little more opinionated that you might fall there. So it really depends. Yeah. You know, well, I'll have to take the quiz and 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 find you gotta out. Got to take the quiz. I've given it to over 500 people, and they're all like, "Oh my god, how did you know? Yeah. How did so, you know?" So, so while we're on it, where where do people go to 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 take the quiz? Uh, they go to annbennettmarketing.com forward slash archetype quiz. Archetype quiz. Okay, great. Yeah. We'll make sure that's in the show notes. So yeah, people and that'll can, give can, them, you know, you'll get a printout, which pretty much describes you and then talks about what your presentation style is, what your messaging style is, what your products and programs should sound like. And of course, your Achilles heel. Ah, that's one thing, one thing to avoid. Wow. That, that's, that could be, I can imagine that could be really, really helpful. So, so how do you, how do you use that? How do you, how do you then take that archetype and turn it into a brand? For, yeah, for that's a great clients? question. You know, I'll try to keep it, you know, oh, we, we only have a few minutes here. Yeah. So, you know, Honestly, <laughs> I know this is your entire coaching tiny, program. Tiny synopsis <laughs> of how this works, yeah. right? Because this, that's the tip of the iceberg, of course. right? Is we get the archetype and then it's like, okay, so say we're doing you, Steve, and you're a nurturer. You know, well, the way you're dressed today is perfect, right? You got this warm kind of open shirt thing happening. You got plants behind you. That, that whole feeling that's going on is very nurturing, you know, in how that you are. So then we start to discuss, well, here's something that somebody can use right away. If you want to understand what you should talk about in whatever your field is, your specialty. <clears throat> Ask yourself, what breaks my heart and what pisses me off? And you'll get a whole list of things. And inside of those things are going to be really the thread of your life. What you are actually about, what you care about, what's in your heart. All those things will come up to the surface very quickly. So we start mm. with things like that. I do a lot of writing exercises with my clients and they start to own, honor, and unleash these ideas that maybe have been dormant. I like to say everyone has, you know, the inner rebel that wants to come out and be an outer rock star. I love it. So um, I, I know you develop with your clients something that you call a head, head whipping hook. <laughs> talk, talk about talk about that oh, i love your face it's so great you're like head whipping hook that's exactly what the hook is supposed to do the hook is something that interrupts you know we all have all this noise and all the stuff going on in our head and if you're out networking people are thinking about what they're gonna say they're not really thinking about what you're saying not really or, listening. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, uh, there's so many options and so much going on online. You know, you got, I don't know, 10,000 message marketing messages every day in, in your inbox, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. How is it that people are going to stop and pay attention to what you have to say? So that's where the head whipping hook comes in. And usually it involves alliteration because people remember that as children, 
you know, and all the kids' books, Dr. Seuss and nursery rhymes and all the stuff uses alliteration. And that's how you remember. So wow. the head whooping hook is something like I had a client who was in the beauty industry and she had a very um, horrific story about a car accident where her nose actually was blown off of her face. And then she had it reattached and she was very beautiful. And I was like, Heidi, I mean, really? You, you look so perfect. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, this is what happened to me. And that's how I got interested in cosmetic surgery and things like that. And I said, oh, so your hook would be, nobody wants to be stared at unless they're stunning. And she went, oh yeah. So it's like, you wanna start to combine. I teach how to do this. I have, mm -hmm. a, I actually have a class I teach, head whipping hooks. And you know, when I work with my clients, we just write them. Because a lot of times the client actually says what it is, but I hear it. It's like, it's that whole thing about how you can't see your own eyebrows. Nice. You can't hear what you're saying either. You're just saying it and you're like, and I take that and connect the dots, pull out your wisdom, the things that you say all the time. Like, do you have, Steve, do you have something you say all the time around your business or a piece of? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the, the promise that I make is that I can find 30 to $50,000 or more in untapped revenue for any small business in under 45 minutes. Under 45 minutes? Under 45 minutes. Cool. So, you know, um, one I, also, the I also have the Profit Minds Growth System. Uh huh. It's Which is cool. uh, enhancing profits, accelerating productivity, and building business process. Yeah, it's all about really systems and process, right? It is. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting thing. I'm not, as a disruptor, I would say something like this. Probably you would not say this, Steve, because you're more of a nurturer. As a disruptor, I would say, are you dumb enough to be rich? That would be mm. the hook. Because it would interrupt. Right. Profit building, beep, 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 systems, which is all great. Don't get me wrong. It's just that it's not going to catch my attention. Right. Right. So I'm going to say something that is disruptive. I call it a head whipping hook because people go, what? How about this one? It's not rocket science. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I tell my clients all the time, right? I, what I teach is basic business. It's not rocket science. And, mm -hmm. and trust me, I know, because I can do rocket science. Yeah. So what's cool is that you are the rocket scientist. <laughs> so you could say it doesn't take a rocket scientist. That I like would be it. the lead yeah. in. And then it doesn't it take a rocket scientist to build a business. But to build a, yeah, to build a profitable business. Cool. Because we think it does, <laughs> right? As entrepreneurs, I mean, come on, let's just be real. It's not that easy. But then when they come to you, Steve, you can make it easy because you have a system, right? That, right. that simplifies it and goes, this is where the profits are. Just go there. Stop spinning around like we all do. And that's great. 
Yeah. Don't put yourself into orbit. Exactly. So I would use all those things with you because you are who you are. Your, your background is rocket scientist, right? And, you know, you're wearing the little round glasses. That's all perfect on brand. And so it's kind of like we might do photographs where we blow that up even bigger to where you really look like, you know, a rocket scientist. Big, yeah, big. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have like the pens in the pocket with the, you know, plastic. I have one. It's in the other room. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so we, play with, we play with that when we're developing out the brand because you are the scientist. So people just overlook these things because they think, oh, you know, that's not really my business or that's something I used to do, but I don't do it now kind of thing. But really, it it really informs why people want to work with you. That's great. So how do you make it fun? <laughs> Well, I kind of a, I'm a fun girl. The more fun I have, the more money I make. That's my, uh, one of my signature things. So it's like the fun part comes with the creativity. It's not a one size fits all. It's not like there's all these scientists. Even if I did have a room of you guys together, you would have different points of view of how you did things and how you are. So it's like, if I took, you can think of it as like, there's Madonna, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, and Cher. They're all singers. They're all entertainers. They're all, you know, but they're all very different. Their brands are very different. And the same thing goes for you. But I look at somebody's personal stories a lot. So it's, it's kind of like, what did your parents tell you never to do is always a good place to start. <laughs> like Steve, what did your parents tell you never to do? <laughs> oh, the first thing that popped in my head was don't talk to strangers. Uh-huh. Right. It was dangerous. Um, yeah. Look at um, you now. You're talking to strangers. So your podcast goes all over the world or globally, right. and you're right. talking to strangers every day. <laughs> so that's where um, we kind of start. We look yeah. at that. We look at you know, what do people come to you for that they always came to you for as a child and probably still do as an adult? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing my mom always asked, is that the loving thing to do? That's where your nurture side comes in. Yeah. Because you're probably, I, I'm guessing, because I, I we just met, so I, I'm just guessing that you're fairly pragmatic and things are very logical and how they move forward and happen. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you have this very strong geek part, part of your scientist part. And, and so your mom was like a heart, Steve, heart, you know, because yep. you're probably more here in the head, which is great. It's a combination that makes power, right? So, yeah, interesting. So we do that. Cool. Hey, so I know I know you have a couple of books, and and I want I want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about your your course that that people can, sure. can sign up for. So so tell us about your books. Uh, Hot women rock itty bitty word book of words. <laughs> what no? Yeah, itty bitty book of words. It's okay. not that's a compilation yeah. of yeah. everyone okay. took a word, right? So I had okay. to take Renegade. You know, what was I going to take? So I took Renegade and um, 
I'm so this really is like a compilation of a whole bunch of different like coaches who, who yeah, put together coaches to, 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 and to service providers. Got they it. all pick a word, right? They're usually related to their business, right? Okay. So I took Renegade. And, you know, the thing about that, I teach my clients about this all the time. You know, the dictionary was made up and then we agreed on the definitions and that's how we use it. So I always say to people, make up whatever you want about whatever word that you like, because renegade is very negative if you look it up in the dictionary. So I rewrote the definition to it. And that's what my word was. So yeah. to me, a renegade is somebody who is driven to um, transform and change the status quo for the better of humanity. Yeah, because I think every every renegade, if, if you think about it, every renegade is not trying to destroy stuff. They're trying to change things. You're mm -hmm. absolutely right. I mean, you know, it's 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 like you know, revolutionaries, right? That they're they're only bad in the view of the the establishment. Right. The status quo doesn't want to move or shift, right? right. And the only way that really happens is when you have the rebels, the renegades and the revolutionaries who are driven heart driven to make a change for people and, and be leaders and create groups to, to make a change for all of us for the better. I and I that. think, you know, we like, sometimes I'm out speaking and I'll be speaking about rebels and people will go, well, I'm not a rebel. And I'm go is this a room of entrepreneurs? <laughs> if you, yeah. if you were, if you were not a rebel, you'd be working in corporate. Okay. It's just, you know, yeah. and they'll all go, Oh, because, because we all have these ideas about what we think something means, right. Or what we've been told, Oh, that's good. Or that's bad. In my world, everything is good. There isn't really a bad. So, um, and, and I see another book here, right? Laughing Your Way to Loving Yourself. Oh, yeah. That was an that interesting sounds, little book. Fun. Yeah, it's um, 12 Steps, 7 Habits, 4 Agreements, and 1 Cup of Veggie Soup for the Soul. And it was basically <laughs> my response to the 12 Steps um, of Al-Anon and Alcoholics Anonymous and um, all these different self-help books that I have right. I have on my bookshelf. And that I study and everyone else does too. And ultimately it's very irreverent. And, um, you know, we, we rewrite. I can't imagine that you wrote an irreverent How did that book. happen? Really? <laughs> <laughs> My father, he must have had fun raising me. My dad was a high school principal, so he had a oh, few goodness. rules and regulations. But wow. uh, I was totally out of control in that way. But, um, yeah, so we re rewrote everything. And then put a little bit of wisdom and fun into it. Because I believe as entrepreneurs that we're so busy being serious about what we care about in our services and what we're doing, which is great. But you got to laugh. You got to laugh at yourself and go, you know what? Everything falls apart as it's falling together. You know, you just got to start to think about things and frame them in a very different way. So that yeah. book helps people do that. Great. And, and, and tell us real quickly about, about your, your course. Oh, my rebel brand formula is a yeah. 
amazing six-week course where you will learn how to write captivating introductions and introduce yourself and understand what, how your brand works. But a lot of it has to do with verbally, how do I speak about myself and, and have people lean in instead of lean out. And uh, it's fabulous. People get tons out of it. Um, I just finished a course. I do them once or twice a year. Uh, the next one won't be out until October, but people can, um, it's all recorded. So if people wanted to start the course, they could do that and then come to the live later on. I do laser coaching. Uh, we do breakout rooms. It's, it's kind of um, innovative in that great. way. Great. Great. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, join me on Facebook and Bennett Marketing. I love okay. DM me. Uh, you could also, my email is Ann at Ann Bennett Marketing. So they can reach out Great. that way. Wonderful. And that concludes our show. Thanks to our guest, Ann Bennett of Ann Bennett Marketing. I hope you've learned something about the power of being a renegade and how to stand out from the crowd. I know I did. This is Dr. Stephen Kirch of Profit Minds. Make sure you catch us again next time on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Of course, I'd appreciate a good review on any of those platforms. Thanks again for joining us.